0: Six English Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Fernandez. This week, the week of October 21st to 27th, we present you with some politics, news, sports, news, some interviews, Halloween facts, technology and science, and some jokes. It's a true spectacular, I sincerely hope you enjoy it. Our first segment is with Sarah Fernandez. Abderrahman Lemavi and Mustafa Rafi with the trivia game.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another segment of Are You Smarter Than Abderrahman? Today, two courageous people are here to take on Abderrahman. So, and as yeah. you know, the winner gets a $100 gift card to Saïd so you better win it. Okay, so Abderrahman, please leave the room. Okay, you're so mean. I'm sorry, this is kind of taking a while. Okay, so here's our first contender, John. So, John, do you think you can take up Um, Well, I'm not the smartest person alive, but I'm sure I can beat him. Okay, so as you know, you have 60 seconds on the clock, 10 questions, okay? Okay. Are you ready? Yep. Three, two, one, go. Which video game studio created Fortnite? Epic Games. Where does SpongeBob SquarePants work? In question perhaps. Who was the first American president? Uh, George Washington. Name the singer. The singer wore a mid-dress. Um, you can pass. Pass. From which movie comes this phrase, live long and prosper? Um, pass. What is the name of Batman's butler? Alfred. The Statue of Liberty was given to the U.S. by which country? France. Which planet is closest to the sun? Uh, Mercury. When what day is Groundhog Day? Uh, Pass. When is my birthday? Uh, uh May the second. Name the singer. The singer wore a meat dress. The uh, Pass. From which movie comes this phrase? Live long and prosper. Uh, and your time is over. Okay. So now we're going to bring Abderrahman back into the studio. Abderrahman, please come back. Okay. You know you can pass, right? Yeah. Okay, please go over there so you don't answer the question. Okay. okay, and don't forget to say your answers loud. Okay. okay. You ready? Three, two, one, and which video game studio created Fortnite? Epic Games Where does SpongeBob SquarePants work? Krusty Krab. Who was the first American president? George Washington Name this singer. This singer wore a meat dress Pass From which movie comes this phrase? Live long and prosper Pass What is the name of Batman's butler? Uh, Alfred The Statue of Liberty was given to the US by which country? France Which planet is closest to the sun? Mercury what day is Groundhog Day? Uh, February 2nd. When is my birthday? 2nd of May? Oh no, 3rd of May. Name the singer. The singer wore a meat dress. Sean Mendez? From which movie comes this phrase, live long and prosper? Friends, Salon. What? I'm Pas- sorry. Okay, and your time is over, let's look over the questions. Okay, so the first question, please count, please count your points on your fingers also. First, first, first question, which video games studio created create Fortnite, Epic Games, you both got that? Put a, put a point on your finger. Where does Spongebob Squarepants work? You both said the Krusty Krab, and that is a good answer. Who was the first American president? You both said George Washington, and that was a good idea. A good answer, sorry. Name this singer. This singer wore a mid-dress. None of you got that right. You said Shawn Mendes. You said, I don't even know what. It was Lady Gaga, and you did not get that answer right. So none of you get points for this one. From which movie comes this phrase? Live long and prosper. It was Star Trek, and none of you said that. Remember this thing, though? That's
2: live long and prosper.
1: What is the name of Batman's butler? You both said Alfred, you both got it. Come on, you It's tied to 4 to 4. Yeah. The Statue of Liberty was given to the US by which country? France, you both got that. So each a point. What planet is closest to the sun? You both said Mercury, and you both got it right. What, what day is Groundhog Day? Abdirahmad, you said February 2nd. You got the good answer. Yeah. No. Abdirahman is ahead by one point. I and when is my birthday? You guys did not get it right either. But yeah. that means that Abdirahman is the winner. Oh, I am so sorry, John. Your efforts were amazing. But Thank you for listening to but, The Beat 92.5. But, but stay close because we have a second round. Second round, we have now a woman trying to take on Abderrahman. Yes. So, Louise, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm feeling very delightful. Do you think you can beat Abderrahman? Um, no, I'm not sure. But you'll give it your best? Yep. Okay, as as you know, you can pass. 10 questions, 60 seconds. Abderrahman, please leave the studio while I ask so Louise yeah. the questions. Louise, are you ready? Yes. I am. Oh wait, uh just technical problems, I'm sorry. Okay. Okay, we're back. I'm so sorry. Okay. Ready? Three, two, one. How many states are there in America? Uh fifty. When did the First World War start? Uh, 1948. Where's the smallest bone in the body? Uh, the it's in the. Year. Who painted the Mona Lisa? Um, uh, 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 pass? No, 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 no. Uh, yeah, pass. How many points are there on two dice? Uh, points is. Uh, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, you can 16 pass 17, you're wasting time. 19, 19. Ooh, okay, okay. How, what, horoc- what horoscope sign has a crowd? A horoscope? A pass? Who said E equals MC squared? Uh, uh Albert Einstein. What money do they use in Japan? Uh, they use, uh... Uh, Euro? No, Euros. And your time is over. I'm sorry, Louise. You sound a lot like a boy, though. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna take that as a compliment. Okay. So, uh, let's bring Abderrahman back into the studio. Abderrahman, please come back in. Hello, guys. Okay. So, Abderrahman, are you ready? Yes, I am. Come here. Okay. So... Your time starts in 3, 2, 1. How many states are there in America? 50. When did the First World War start? 1914. Where's the smallest bone in the body? In the ear. Who painted the Mona Lisa? Uh, Leonardo da Vinci. How many points are there on two dots? You can pass. Oh. 12? 12. What hor- horoscope sign has a crown? Pass. Who said E equals MC squared? Albert Einstein. What money do they use in Japan? Euros. What is the only state in America that starts with a P? Pass. Would you like to pass? Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Pass, pass. What is the capital of Spain? Madrid. Uh, okay, Um. what? Oh, and <sighs> your time is over! Oh, oh, the answer to uh, the state. Which no, 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 started don't with tell, them, don't tell him, don't tell him. Oh, but, okay, so now, okay, we will count the points. First, him. how many states are there in the US? Louise, you said 50. Abderrahmani said 50 as well. That is correct. You each get Let's a point. go, guys. When did the First World War start? Abderrahman, you said 1914. That is the correct answer. You get a second point. Where's the smallest one in the body? You both said ear. That is both. That is a correct answer. Let's go, Who painted the Mona Lisa? It was Da Vinci. You were right, Abderrahman. Yes. How many points are there on two dice? You both did not get that. It was 42, because there is 21 on each. Times 2, 42. You did not get that Five answer right. Two dice. Next one. What horoscope sign has a crab? It was the cancer and none of you got that. Next one. you both said Einstein and you were both right. And what money do they use in Japan? You said it was yen and none of you said that. Mm-hmm. So? What is the only state in America that started with a P? Pennsylvania. None of you got I that right. Knew it. And what is the capital of Spain? Madrid. Aderaman you got that. And how many and that means that Abderrahman is the winner, five to three. But Louise, I love your efforts. Thank you so much for playing. We'll see you guys on the next segment. Thank you for listening to the beat ninety two five, the and beat we'll, of your boy David. And, and, A-N-A-K A-N-A-K and, and we'll see you on the next segment of Are You Abderrahman?
0: Up next, we have Raphael on the with politics. Take it away, Raphael.
1: Hello everyone. I am Raphael Li, and today I shall be doing politics. So, a question that many people a- often ask me is, "What are the leader's electoral counties?" Well, today I'm going to show you what they are. So first, we'll start with Robert Van. It is the, lib- the liberal party's leader and ex prime minister Philippe Piaz county. Um, here, Philippe Jarre got 42.5% of the vote. In second place, we have Denis Trudel of Lacas with 24.2 votes. Then we have Thomas Gardeau of the Parti Québécois with 19.0 votes. Then in fourth place, we have Quebec Solidaire with Luc Antoine Cochon. With 10.7% of the vote. Then we have L'Assomption. This is Mr. Francois Legault's county. He is now the Premier of Quebec. First, in we in first place we have Francois Legault of Lacarf with 57.0% of the vote. Then in second place we have Marie-Claude Brière from Quebec Solidaire with 17.0% of the vote. Then, in third place, we have Sylvie Langlois of the Parti Québécois, with 14.5% of the vote. And in fourth place, here we have the Parti Liberal, with Virginie Bouchard, with just 8% of the vote. Then, we have Sainte-Marie-Saint-Jean. It jacques its Québec Solidaire's leader, Manon-Massay's county. This year, it went pretty well for the Solidaires. In first place, we have Manon Massé of Québec Solidaire with 49.3% of the vote. In second place, we have Louis Charon of the Parti Libéral du Québec, 21.2% of the vote. Then in third place, we have Jennifer Drouin of the Parti Quebecois Québec, with 14.0% of the vote. And here, they weren't too successful, is the CAC with 11.0% of the vote. Then we have Rosemont. It is the Parti Québécois' leader county where he lost the uh, Québec solidaire candidate Vincent Marissane. In first place, we have Vincent Maxan with 35.2% of the vote. Then in second place, we have the Parti Québécois leader Jean-François Lisée with 28.4% of the vote. Then in third place, we have Agatha Larosa of the Parti libéral du Québec with 16.8% of the vote. And here, the CAC was in fourth place with Sonia Cornier with 15.6% of the vote. Thank you for listening to today's podcast.
0: That was great, Raphael. Thank you. Next, we have Maynard Seguin and Chloé-America-Bourg with an interview with the principal of École Trélinge Vision, Varenne, Mr. Claude Bernier.
1: Questions
3: for you. Alright.
1: So, first, how can you manage two schools at the same time?
3: I have to trust the people who works with me. So, for here, we have Madame Gibault, who's here since the school was open. Uh, I'm working with Miss Bernier. Uh, she's here every day and uh, be, was on the, with the students, with the teachers, with all the people who work here so they can manage all the the daily activities and when I'm here I'm just supporting them and uh, be here to answer questions, to help them in some situations uh, that need more experience or different ideas. And at the same time at the other school at trois I have uh, many people who were there for many years, so I can trust them too. And they manage the daily routines and activities. And uh, when I was there, I'm just uh, supporting them and help them in different things uh, to, uh, to be sure everything was fine.
4: So you really need like to have confi- uh, confidence in the yeah. World
3: it's here. a teamwork. So I cannot think that I can be there every time at two different places. And I'm not the only one who can do the things, manage people, manage students. So I trust people who works with me, and uh, I help them when they need help. And everything goes well since uh, August.
1: Great. Are you the director of the school of Trois-Rivières
3: too? The little school in Trois-Rivières. <laughs> uh, my wife was the school principal. I am the little school of La Petite École de Trois-Rivières. I am the principal of uh, La Petite École. Okay. And here I am co-director with uh, Ms. Bernier. Oh,
1: okay. Uh, how do you travel between Varennes and Trois-Rivières? It is as I research, it's
4: 1 minute 36 uh, minutes without the traffic. Can you repeat
3: it? How
1: can you manage it? Uh, how can you be at, at Varennes one day and at Torrevia the other day? Because okay, it's like I'm one moving, hour.
3: I'm moving with my car. It's about uh, 75 minutes of car. So, as an example, this morning I start from my home at 6.15. Uh, and I arrived here at 7:35. Uh,
1: so you do a lot of.
4: Uh, yeah,
3: yeah, a lot of kilometers.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Have you ever teach? And if yes, which, which subject? And if no, would you like to teach?
3: Basically, I was a physical education teacher. So when I start my career 25 years ago, I am uh, in uh, secondary school, a public school. And at this time, I have a couple of classes in physical education, and I have different uh, uh, subjects to adding to physical education. After that, I was an initiation à la technologie teacher in secondary school, too. And uh, after seven years of teaching experience, I became a school principal.
1: So you have a lot of you um, had career in the same like department. Always
3: in schools, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it, that's it since uh,
1: '93. Uh, do you have something planned that could help Chateau Plume to grow up?
3: Like, yeah, but we, we we want to uh, organize the outside the equipment the. The, the playground, uh, we want to offer to the students to different activities uh, as sports, arts, to be sure. Because a school is a place where you spend a lot of time. So if we manage it and we organize it in different ways, the students will be able to learn but to uh, have a social life uh, active and be active physically too so you'll be ready to go in secondary school and make good cho- choices for your next sco- school oh. yeah.
1: how, how do you feel by being the principal of two school?
3: It's a choice, so I'm okay with it. Uh, the beginning of this year was uh, very busy for me because it's new. I have to meet a lot of new people. I have to uh, answer a lot of questions from students, from teachers, from parents. But uh, for now, after about two months, uh, things goes uh, very well, better than I thought. So, uh, for now, with good people uh, at both places, I can be confident. And uh, uh, I think everything goes well at both places.
1: Yes. Would you like to be the director of another
3: school? Uh, Not for now. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I'll be the principal of three schools. I think with two schools, I am uh, uh, busy... uh, I'm busy enough, but uh, I never know what's waiting for me uh, in the for the, in the future. So if there's opportunities and if, particularly, if there's people who want to work with me in different projects, I'll see.
6: Okay. Where do you
3: live? In Nicolet. It's uh, on the south shore of St. Lawrence River. Uh, from here, as I said, it's about... 75 minutes of cars, so I live close to the St. Lawrence River as the school was here.
4: So you're closer to Trois-Rivières?
3: School. Yeah, it's at 15 minutes from Trois-Rivières. I just crossed the bridge and I'm at school.
4: Oh, yeah. great. Since how many years do you work in schools? You said 25?
3: 25 years. 25? Since 93, I complete my uh, bachelor. In '94, but I starts to work in a public school uh, at fall in '93. So it's my 25th year in, in education. Yeah.
1: How is it to working with your family? Because Miss Bemie and Madame Bemie are your daughters.
3: Yeah, but it was nice. It, again, it's a it's a choice. Uh, but this is first their choice. I didn't uh, I didn't work hard to bring them with me in this project. They asked to have a project around the school with me and at the same time, Madame Cardin look for uh, uh, people to take Centre Educatif Chanteplume in charge. So uh, when when I heard all of these uh, situations, I think it's a good situation to start the project with uh, my daughters, so uh, that was their choice and I'm very happy with it. And
1: and how about the other school? Is it a child-angle school?
3: Yeah, it's a vision school as us here.
1: Do they have a uniform? If yes, do they have the same logo, like the same? They image? have
3: the new logo, the New Vision Schools logo. They had uniforms looks like yours. Like the same? Uh, not that, uh, exactly the same, but uh, looks like. In the same. Uh, yeah, blue uh, blue pants or skirts. Uh, the the shirts or sweaters are gray or white or uh, we have one two uh, royal blue. So it's a bit different but we use the same logo and the same image. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: how many students is in the other school?
3: We have, uh, with the little school, we have 280 students, it's a bit bigger than, here. than yeah. here.
1: How can you remember the name of the students from two schools?
3: It's a very, <laughs> very tough situation for me <laughs> because I'm not the teacher, so many students I, I didn't work directly with every student. So at this time of the year it was tough for me. But it will take a couple of months and finally I will know everybody and can name every student by their name. Okay. But in Trois I work with the young one and they're with us for eight, nine, ten years. So when I met them at three years old or four years old, I can learn their name and uh, as it for uh, all of their uh, their stage at our school okay
1: thank you for your time we
4: learned a lot about you
3: uh, it's my pleasure thank you very much
0: saddle up to your horses because next we have maiva tessier will be and beverly showman for sports
1: today we will talk about horseback riding sports Um, first horseback riding sport is show jumping. Show jumping is a sport that happens in in an arena with dirt, sand or grass on the ground with a course composed of an average 7 to 16 obstacles. Courses, courses approaches and obstacles 8 and width varies according to the competition and your experience. Obstacles are from 0.30 meters to 1.6 meters high, and obstacles can be spread up to 2 meters. As you know, show jumping is an equestrian sport, so you need a horse and a horse tack for your equipment. Show jumping is an individual sport and an Olympic sport. Now, trick riding. Now I'll give you a short definition of what trick riding is. Trick riding is an equestrian sport that happens in, in an arena with sand or dirt on the ground. The equipment is the horse tack and the horse. The rider is on the horse at a full gallop. The rider does a couple of acrobacies, acup- like being upside down on the belly of the horse, standing on the horse, looking backward, Riding on one side of the horse standing in the stirrup, getting off the horse at a full gallop and back, and many other very dangerous tricks. Now we'll talk about reining. Reining is a western discipline. It is western mixed with dressage. It includes impressive movements such as a horse spinning on one leg and moving the others, a harsh stop, a horse crossing its legs and walking at the same time, and super fast galloping. It takes a lot of training to get good, and I know that from experience, since I practice this sport. Also, you must learn patterns which will include the movements I talked about earlier. It is very impressive to see horses do such things. Now I will talk about trail riding. For riders who like obstacle courses, trail competitions might be per- a perfect fit. Riders are judged on their ability to maneuver their horses through patterns of difficult challenges. Horses are judged on agility, willingness, and calmness. The pattern isn't announced until the morning, so riders have to memorize it quickly. Horses and riders must work as a team. You might encounter to jog over logs, cross a wooden bridge, or slosh through water. Points are deducted if the pattern is not completed or if obstacles are knocked over. Now, cross-country. Cross-country is a race that tests the limit of the horse and rider. It's basically a race in the woods with a lot of obstacles. You need a lot of protection. In foreign riding by the only Norwegian rider in the competition, Heidi Lee larzen went bad course and was pulled up by the ground after fence 21. He was taken by a horse ambulance to the on-site
5: veterinary
1: treatment center. The 13-year-old gilding has been diagnosed with a soft tissue injury and is being cared for in a treatment center. Now, dressage. Dressage is an advanced form of riding and training that tests the horse and rider as they perform difficult maneuvers based around the horse's natural movements and tests the accuracy of horse and rider. Together, with the physical ability, suppleness responsiveness, balance and obedience of the horse. It was probably no surprise that the dressage of Devon Grand Prix rank was tinier than usual, with eight in the future Saturday night musical freestyle and the only three in the Grand Prix special. Even the Canadian the Canadian who usually make this show a most stop didn't appear in the numbers they often do. Thank you for listening.
0: We hope your funny bone isn't broken. Ha 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 ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Up next we have Dad Jokes presented by Alba Saval and Samuel Anal Prepare to laugh You know people say you pick their nose, but I think I was just born blind. I would avoid a
4: sushi if I was you.
1: It's a little fishy. Do you think February can march? Not sure, but I think April, May.
4: Want to hear a joke about construction? I'm working on it. Five or four people admit that they're bad at
1: Why are ghosts bad at You can see right through them.
4: Why does a flamingo stands on one leg? If it didn't stand on any, it fall over.
1: Teacher, yes? Would you punish me for something I didn't do? Of course not. I didn't do my homework. Where do you live with my parents? Where do your parents live with me? Where do you all live together? Where is your house? Uh, next to my neighborhood house? Where's your neighborhood house? You won't believe me if I tell you. Tell me! Next to my house. Where do you live with my parents? Where do your parents live with me? Where do you live, all live? Together Where is your house? Next to my neighborhood's house. Where is your neighborhood's house? You don't won't believe me if I tell you. Tell me next to my house. (laughs) Have you guys heard of a penguin that breeds by his butt? He sits down and dies. How do you call a deer with no eyes?
5: I have no idea. Two peanuts were walking down the street. One was salted. What time did the man go to the dentist?
0: 2.30. Up next, we have and Mathieu Jacques, presenting current affairs and news.
1: Hello ladies and gentlemen, I'm Alexandre Olivier and I will be presenting this week's transportation subtopic. On the 11th of October, a U.S. astronaut and Russian cosmonaut were forced to make an emergency landing after the Soyuz rocket that they were in malfunctioned en route to the International Space Station. Shortly after taking off from Baikonur cosmodrome in the country of Kazakhstan, Mr. Haag and Mr. Ovchinin reported a mechanical problem. They had to abort their mission and perform an emergency landing with their capsule touching ground a few hundred miles north of Castro. On the 9th of October, the public was asked to vote for the look of the new REM train. The REM is a train system that is expected to be operational in 2022. It will link the cities of Brassard and De montagnes to the island of Montreal. The public could choose between. Three looks described as the Saint Laurent train, the mont train, and the Expo 67 train. The REM website gave the descriptions of the three looks. The Saint Laurent train is inspired by the architecture of the new Champlain Bridge. A green line along the side of the train symbolizes the new bridge. The headlights are a reference to the new Champlain Bridge. The Mont-Royal train has a green roof which symbolizes the Mont-Royal mountain, a symbol of Montreal. The headlights are inspired by the Georges-Étienne-Cartier monument, which is near the entrance of the Mont-Royal park. The Expo 67 train is inspired by the cheerfulness of Expo 67. The headlights are inspired by the wings of an airplane, since one of its terminuses will be Montreal airport. Which look do you think would be the best for this REM train on which many people will commute to Montreal in the next few years? The results of this survey will soon be published. On the 12th of October, Singapore Airlines broke the record for longest flight ever, 17 hours and 25 minutes. The Airbus A340-500 flew non-stop from Singapore to Newark Airport in the United States. According to the Newark Airport website, the plane left at 2337 Singapore time and landed at 529 New Jersey time. The plane flew about 16,500 kilometers. It carried 150 passengers and 17 staff members.
5: This was Alexandre Olivier news. Hi, my name is Matthew. A terrorist is trying to break free from jail, but he's not necessarily succeeding in his talks. This man's name is Bernardo. Bernardo has spent more than 25 years of his life sentenced behind bars for kidnapping, torturing, and killing for two teen girls in the early 19th century. 1990s, to be exact. The 50-year-old told, the the 54-year-old actually, told the hearing that the dreadful things in the past and argued as an improved self. I heard a lot of people Bernardo told parole board member Suzanne Poirier I cry all the time. The panel decided to deny parole of the designated dangerous offender who had been eligible since February. Renato's crimes over several over several years in the late nineteen eighties and early nineteen nineties, some of which had videotaped, sparked and widespread terror and revolution. Revol revol, actually. This man did not jailbreak. He's just trying to set himself free and live a normal life. He said he's changed, but we are having a lot of doubts.
0: Next up, we have an interview with Mr. Nado, courtesy of Alexis Boivin and Cédric Um, uh, Hi, uh, Mr. Nado.
1: Hi.
0: Uh,
1: first question, um, uh, on 1 to 10, uh, tell us how much you uh, like our school.
6: I like it uh, 8 on 10. Okay.
1: okay, thank you. And where were you? Uh, were you in another school before by this one?
6: No, I was working at a company called Crystal.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, um, when you were a little kid, uh, what do you wanted to do when you grow older?
6: Oh, I wanted to be a football player, NFL player.
1: Oh, like <laughs> me? Yeah. Uh, do you have a brother or sister?
6: Yes, I have one brother that's younger than me.
1: Okay. And uh, do you have a girlfriend? Yes. What's her name?
6: She doesn't have a name.
1: Okay. okay. She's
6: she's a little uh, different. What is money. your
1: favorite season?
6: My favorite season, I think, would be autumn.
5: Okay.
6: Yeah, why? Why? Uh, because it's a football season.
1: <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah. There's no more reason.
6: No, just because it's football season. Uh, what, are Hi,
1: your... okay. uh, what are your hobbies? What uh,
6: are your hobbies? I like to play hockey, like to play football, any sports I love to play. Okay. Then, uh,
1: do you like video
5: games?
6: Yeah. yeah. And uh, which one your favorite? Uh, NHL 19, NFL, oh, like Madden. Yeah, I
1: like Fortnite too. <laughs> What's your
6: favorite
1: uh, sport? Football. Yeah, football. 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 Uh, what is uh, your
6: first, first name? name. <laughs> My first name is Andrew.
0: Yay! <laughs> um, and so, yeah,
1: uh, uh, it's done. Uh, we were. Uh, okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, how do we stop
0: it? Next on our program, we have André Lamontagne, Charles Delorier, and Alexis Jaffrion with technology and video games.
6: Hello, my name is Andre Today I'll present you the virtual reality glasses. To introduce the subject, I will explain you its definition. Virtual reality glasses are a type of eyewear which function as a display device. They enable the wearer to interact with games or generated images. For now, the best VR, virtual reality device is the Oculus Swift. Sold for $400, it offers many games like the Assembly, the Silent Oath, and TechnoLux. This model represents future. We could almost imagine ourselves in the multiplayer player one. If you want to buy one, you need to know how it works. The VR glasses behave in a similar way to a pair of 3D goggles in that they display two images. Ordinary glasses show a single image. But 3D and virtual reality glasses contain polarized lenses which show two images, one for each eye.
1: Hi, my name is Charles and today I will talk about supercars of 2019 and 2019. The cars that I will talk about today is the Bugatti Divo, Bugatti Vision Grand Turismo, Tesla Roadster and the Lamborghini Terzo Millennio. First, the Bugatti Divo it can reach 0 up to 100 kilometers in under uh, than 2.4 seconds. Its maximum speed is 380 kilometers per hour. The Bugatti Vision Grand Tourism can reach from 0 to 100 kilometers per hour in 2.5 seconds. has a max speed of 480 kilometers per hour. Tesla Rose. It has three electric motors, one in front and two rear. It will be able to go from 0 to 100 kilometers uh, per hour in 2.1 seconds. The Lamborghini Tercez Milenio is the first uh, electric Lamborghini and it has a
4: super powerful uh, engine that uh, will move this car to
1: maximum speed. Thank you. Hi, my name is Alexi and I will present to you my topic, Apple. Apple. the Apple Watch. The Apple Watch relies a wirelessly connected iPhone to perform many uh, difficult functions such as calling and texting. However, Wi-Fi chips and all Apple Watch models allow, allow the smartwatch to have limited connectivity fi- features Away from the phone, anywhere a Wi Fi network is available. The MacBook Pro. The first generation of MacBook Pro is extremely similar to the PowerBook G4. The 15 inches model was introduced first in January 2006, the 17 inches model followed in April, but we have several updates and core 2 processors later that use. In doublet in October 2008. 13 and 15 screen size. And
0: last, but certainly not least, on our first ever Ecole Télévision Varenne Grade 6 English podcast Spectacular, we have some Halloween facts, courtesy of Sofia Anger, Matilde Villeneuve, and Karin Andrade Let's have some Halloween fun, shall we?
1: Yes, that's me. Today I have a few questions about Halloween. Who started
2: Halloween? It was part of an ancient Celtic religion. I heard that it was in Britain and other parts of Europe. How did Halloween start? Halloween started as a Celtic
1: festival, which was celebrated on the night of October 31st. The Celts Celt
2: believed that dead returned to Earth on some People would gather to light bonfires, offer sacrifices, and pay homage to the deceased. During some Celtic celebrations of Samhain, villagers disguised themselves in costumes made of animal skin to drive away phantom visitors.
1: What is the most popular costume for 2018? This year, the most popular costume will most likely be Tonya Herden
2: thanks to Margot Robbie's role in the film, I, Tonya. What is the most popular candy? Skittles are the most sold candy for Halloween. They are the only treat to surpass 3 million pounds sold, with a whooping 3,487,101 pounds sold. What
1: is the best city or neighborhood is best for trick or treating in Montreal? Rosemont is one of the most festive neighborhoods in the entire
2: city. If you love Halloween, I'm talking about all the spooky aspects, not just the candy, then Rosemont is a plus. In which country did it start? Halloween origins date back to the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain. The Celts who lived
1: 2,000 years ago in the area that is not Ireland, the United Kingdom and Northern France celebrate their new year on November 1st. And later, with the Christian religion, the day became known, known as All Hallows Eve the day before All Saints Day on November
2: 1st. When did it expand to other countries? In the second half of the 19th century, America was flooded with new emigrants. These new immigrants, especially the millions of Irish fleeing the Irish potato famine, helped to popularize the celebration of Halloween nationally.
1: from the Irish and... English tradition, Americans began to dress up in costume and go to house to ask for food or money, and participate that eventually became today's trick-or-treat tradition. How much does an average Canadian spend for candies, costumes, or decorations for Halloween?
2: An average Canadian spends about $137 for Halloween and $137 includes costumes, decorations, and candy.
1: And I have the exam number here. Let's see, oh, here it is. Okay, it is about 52 for the costume, 43 for decoration, and 42 for the candy. Thank you, Sophia. Let's go to the next color.
0: And now, to wrap things up for our Halloween English Grade 6 École oh. Trilingue Vision Valide Spooktacular Podcast, we have Eddie Bertillon on the mic, giving us our in-house reporter notes on happenings in the United States. Take it away, Eddie.
4: On Monday night, President Donald Trump's 2020 re-election campaign announced that it had we raised in excess of 18 millions over the past 3 months a whole that means the incumbent has already raised 106 million for a race that is more than 2 years away that's stunning and totally unprecedented amount of money for a sitting president to have collected less than two years into his first term. Look, I get it. Money has become so plentiful in American politics. Every two years, cash flows the system through a variety of super PACs and other newsfangled entities aimed at currying. Campaign finance law. That's there a tendency even among political junkies to get a little glassy. I either when I it comes to talk of unprecedented amounts of money being harvested earlier and earlier in the election cycle. <laughs>
0: This concludes our first ever Écoute Tinang Vision Grade 6 English Podcast. We hope to make more in the future, and we appreciate you as a listener. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Happy Halloween from Mr. Phaneuf and everyone in Grade 6.